Five new students. Five souls who could hear the song of Ilvar Harin. But something about them was different. Upon completing the Hummingbird Medallion, they seemed to awaken strange monsters from the forest, fighting them off. All while being watched by a mysterious figure with a body of branches on the back of a horse with a mane of flames. And while they made it to the academy, would rest await them? Or is something more sinister waiting in the whispers in the dark? Only time will tell as we journey into the Forge Academy. You're not doing enough. Let me in. You need to do more. As you had been unsettled sleep with various images of these creatures that you fought, you see this branched creature sitting on top of this horse with a mane of flames, and your sleep is unsettled. Ashrin, as you rest, as you sleep, these visions of, of these creatures, the call of the magic of this school set in the Fey realms or on the border of the Fey in the material plane there's something calling deep into you some of it is this the fear but some of it is there's this natural connection you have and in the midst of these sort of nightmares you you awaken and it's probably two or three in the morning it's dark and quiet outside uh, what do you want to do as I wake up I'll kind of stir the fire that the fireplace that's in my room and I as you said I do feel like there is like a calling towards me, like something deep inside my soul, not just the whispers. And I I want to go out to that tree. Okay. So as you open your door quietly, that common room, there's there's also a small fire fireplace in there that's just flickering a little bit. The halls of this basically dorm that you're staying in seem seem empty. Uh, You're able to walk outside. And as you get to the tree, you hear that that singing, that melody, as you see these like glowing veins of magic going up this enormous trunk. The colors of the leaves are still still bright, and that that melody is just all around you and inside of you. Um, and you see, just sitting cross-legged underneath their back against a tree, a shorter ladrin with short orange hair. They wear a simple green cloak over their head but even under that you can see these fiery orange eyes and and they're just sitting with their their hands around their knees looking up into the tree just kind of admiring the night so that's what you see as you as you approach it doesn't seem like it's a professor uh if you were to guess they would be a student okay getting that vibe i'm gonna just go and sit by this person quietly and um 
kind of put my hands around my knees too. And I don't want to necessarily touch the tree yet. I just kind of want to sit beside this person. And to them, I will say, I didn't expect anybody else to be out. They, as you, as you approach, they kind of looked at you sort of like, why are you coming towards me? As you sit, you get a little bit better look at their, their kind of long skinny face. They're very young, probably younger than, than you are as you're both elves. They say, oh, I, um, I don't sleep much here. Hmm. This tree makes, reminds me of home. Does the tree call to you? Yeah, I think it, I think it calls to most of us. That's how we get here. But I'm from, I'm from the, the Feywilds and the song reminds me of home. I miss it. And you're, you're Eldrin, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and you are as well. Are you not? I am. Where are you from? I'm from Falls Crossing. It's it's not in the Feywild. Hmm. But we're all elder in there. It's an elder in town. Have you ever been to the the Feywild? You've been in, in a forest like this? No. Hmm. The forest I came from was home. Yeah. I feel something here. Yeah, that's that's our that's the magic that keeps this place going, I think. It's good. It's a good thing. It's where our people get our uh, unique skills and talents and there's something there's something special about this one though. It's this magic here is it's different than anything I've I've been around. It's more powerful or more real or I don't know. I, I like it. It's being sitting under this tree is kind of what gives me a little bit of peace in the chaos of learning and they push you so hard and there's there's just lots of stuff at this school. Are you you new? Yes, I just got here. How long have you been going to school here? This is this will be the start of my second year. Um, I'm I'm sorry. Um, and they they kind of pull their their hood down, kind of have like a, a a short scruffled. Their hair's not really put together. They uh, they smile at you. They uh, I'm 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 Evie. Uh, what was your name? Ashrin. Ashrin. Evie, can I can I ask you a question? Oh oh, of course. Um, is. Is the Fey Dark? I've heard stories of the Fey Dark in the Fey Wild, which is why we don't live there. Is is that not? Is that not everywhere? It's no. It's it's not. It's not everywhere. The hmm. where where I where I lived, um, we only heard rumors of it. Um, I've never even seen the effects personally, but I I know there are regions in in the Fey Wilds that have been corrupted and are very dangerous but I'm sorry that that's what happened to your your home and your clan I want to see the Feywild well this is a good start I'm sure um, I'm sure you'll get to in, in your studies what are you what are you here here to study what are you making um I carve wood and I'm going to um, kind of dig into like a side satchel that I pretty much carry everywhere with me and pull out a little otter that is out of wood um, and I'm going to hand it to her mm. and it's on this otter is like very nicely carved and there's like burns in it to kind of indicate like fur or eyes but very natural looking still yeah so so Evie is it's it's still just the carving correct mm-hmm. okay yeah so Evie takes it and they um, as they hold it 
Um, you look at it and say, oh, this is, this is really nice. I really, um, this is really beautiful. You have, you have a gift. And as she says that the otter comes to life and it's, it's a dark colored otter and on it, it has like the black fur looks like maybe like autumn leaves along its side and it comes to life and it like playfully like runs around its sh- her shoulders and you know under her under her sweater and pops its head out and starts playing with her yeah and just so you're clear evie's they them they them thank you so as the otter kind of pops around and starts running evie's like oh this is this is amazing this that is i think you're gonna do very well here that's 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 fantastic thank you for sharing that with me i really appreciate it I, I don't make things quite as beautiful necessarily, but, and they just pull out a small, a small little dagger. So I, I do, I do stuff in the forge and this, I made this and it's, it's not super decorative or anything. It's very simple, but as, as they hand it to you and you hold it, you, you can feel that it's just really, really well-made. You say, this is, it's, it's like a little kitchen knife, but you, you cut, you cut once and then it cuts the whole the whole vegetable or or fruit. So that's that's kind of what I'm doing right now. What I'm working on. Uh, and as you you both are having this conversation back and forth, Asher, and you you notice there's there's been a light on in the great hall, which is kind of which surrounds this courtyard that you're in with Ilvahar and the the singing tree. And someone props the door open, sticks their head out, and they're hooded. They close it and they run. They kind of just run off walking very quickly past you sort of into where the vine bridge that you that you all crossed earlier running off that way uh, and he says that did you see do you see that I did see that that's not normal no I think people running off into the night is not normal anywhere well I wasn't sure if kids <laughs> snuck out <laughs> you're out here yeah. I say I I don't know if that was a student that looked like uh, I must have seen wrong should we chase them? I mean, that's your choice. Are you going to come with me? I, I don't I don't want any trouble. Do I know where either of or where any of the other students I came in with are staying? Like, do I have time to go get them or should I do I just have to go? You could absolutely go knock on their doors. You kind of are all you are all all your rooms were connected to one common room. We have a suite together. Oh, Essentially, yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm going to like rush back, knock on their doors. And as I'm, I'm doing that, I'm like, Evie, I'm just too curious. And I'm going to wa- wave to them as I leave. And, and they, they say, well, uh, okay, uh, I'll be here. And so as you run in and you knock on the, on the doors, you hear Besky just snoring away. Um, as you rap, <laughs> you can't wake him up. Sepia gives you a, I'm trying to sleep, leave me alone. <laughs> and then. Ariadne and Kazas, you hear these raps on your door. Hi, uh, you can come in. I'll go in. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if we should be worried about what's going on here, but I'm hearing whispers, and then there there was a person that just rushed out. I was by the tree. I don't know. I kind of want to see what the school's about, if you both are interested in going. What time is it? <gasps> like, the middle of the night. Um... Well, I was having bad dreams too, but I, I, that sounds a little more ominous than I was expecting. I'll get, I'll get up and get. <laughs> As you knock on Kaz's door, like the door just like 
flies open all of a sudden. There's Cos like, looking like really wild eyed, like a little bloodshot. He's got like uh, like his fingers are kind of cut up because he's been like working all night. He's not slept at all. He looks at you and says, "What? What is it?" There's like there was a person who ran by the tree and they were hooded and it looked uh. it it looked not not typical. Uh. I was wondering if we should go check it out. I don't know if we should check. Ju- you know, cause trouble this early being here, but... Well, I mean, seems suspicious. People running around in the middle of the night. We should we should do that, too. <laughs> 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 and cause like, shuts his door really suddenly, and you're like, was that a yes? Was that a no? And then all of a sudden, like, it flies open again. He's got his instrument with him. He's like, all right, let's go. All right, so all three of you are heading out? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Uh, so, Ashton, as you're kind of leading the way, you, you come back out, you follow this path that he took, you all see basically where where you first entered the grounds. You can see this plant wall is starting to, like, grow back together as though someone just walked through it. And you you make it across the bridge. To your best guess, you would assume that the individual you saw, Ashton, just exited the grounds. What do y'all do? Uh, do you think this is another test? I mean, maybe. I don't know why they would wake us up on the first night, though. No. It's a little intense. So, you see that causes like a slight tremble to his hands, and he pulls out, he has like a little thermos. <laughs> he like opens it up and drinks it. Uh, it's, an, it's a bit of a, it's a, it's a root tea that I made, kind of helps me stay stay focused. And he, he offers both uh, Ashen and uh, Ariadne if they want any. Oh, yeah, I will definitely, I will definitely take a drink. <laughs> it's not alcoholic, is it? Oh, no, no, it's quite the opposite. <laughs> like, nervously take a sip. It's this, like, very thick, black, bitter. <laughs> and then drink the... Root tea. <laughs> it's very nice. Thank you. <laughs> like, awkwardly oh. hit it back, like... Yep. Uh, we'll call, he calls that it was a, good. <laughs> he calls it a, a brickle root tea. <laughs> Write that down. Brickle root. I like it. So what are y'all doing? So so where was the tree exactly? We saw that there was, there's this, this bridge, this magical bridge that as you walk across it, plants come and form uh, a pathway for you to cross. And we see that it's just like... It's just closing, kind of, right. It's just closing, so... We know that someone's just walked across the bridge. Mm-hmm. We follow. Following? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you follow. Um, and does this, does this take us out of the school grounds now once we cross this bridge? Across the bridge would not. Okay. It brings you, if, if you remember, there was the, to kind of rebuild the picture of, of the school grounds. Uh, you first entered through like this, this wall of plants, essentially, that opened as your hummingbird went into it. And then this first, the first kind of level you saw was filled with like fa- farms and and like a lot of agricultural stuff. It was very flat, and then the castle was across like almost a moat, and that's where the that vine bridge brought you mm. um, to kind of the main section of the castle. So the farmlands are part of the school grounds. Exactly, yeah, because they they do lots of like alchemy and botanical, using plants for different different projects and whatnot. So it's it's your first time without a guide going across this bridge. So. I imagine you all kind of being tentatively like, oh, is this actually, is the plant, are the plants going to come? Is this allowed? (laughs) 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 Well, I remember when we first came through here, like, 
cause like kind of like went back and like very like trip like with some trepidation like put his foot down it seemed to work okay so he feels pretty yes. good about like just stepping out and then yeah, putting and as you weight. do it those vines those vines form under your feet and catch you and start to form the bridge across um and you make it there you see the wall open up and close again as if someone just passed through it though you, you still haven't been able to make out necessarily a form or person you're just seeing the, the kind of the effects of the school that that you've so far learned uh, as you go. What do we do? Going to keep following? Uh, yes. And I, I'll cast light on myself as well. So a, little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of vision since it's dark outside. Nice. So as you start to gl- glow and you guys approach this this wall, that hummingbird medallion, Ashrin, that you took from, from Rennie, glows, basically comes back to life, shoots into the the wall and reopens it up. And as you as you go out, why don't you all give me a perception check? Uh, six. That would be an eight. A twelve. A twelve. Okay. So as as you see the light emanating from you, you see maybe 60, 60 feet away, kind of still walking quickly, you see a, a cloaked figure and just kind of going in and out of some trees, going kind of south southwest of where where you are which is in a similar direction to where you originally came from as you continue to pursue or or follow i'm assuming you guys are trying to be a little bit sneaky a little uh, bit yeah i'm going to need you Dark to make outside. stealth yes. stealth checks with disadvantage because disadvantage of the light coming off of one of your party sorry <laughs> i rolled a 5 in the dark a 13. <laughs> I got a 15. Ooh. Okay. Not bad. Rolling well. Could be worse. So, so cause you hear Ashrin like kind of stumbling and tripping over a couple different, <laughs> different things, just making a whole bunch of noise behind you. As you go, you see kind of in a tree, you see a familiar little fairy. Oh, he says, I, what, uh, what are you all doing out here? People are trying to sleep. Well, go back to sleep then. Shush. Don't wake me up. I didn't wake you up. You woke up on your own. I need to break some more strings. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. <laughs> you go back to bed, you. Well, remember what was this fairy's name again? Do you, do you remember? Uh, I think it was Nixie. Nixie, that's right. Nixie, that was not the time. Am I going to have to go tell those, tell those professors in that school of yours that you guys are sneaking around out here? No, no. please don't. We're sorry. He's sorry. As as you start to say no and kind of show that that like fear and concern, just the biggest smile <laughs> pops on this ah. little fairy's face. Like, huh. so what's what's it worth to you? Oh uh, well. I glare at her, God, I? I'm very small and I don't have much money. So. <laughs> what if we tell the professors you're making trouble out here? Oh. They, I smile they, approvingly at Ashrin. <laughs> they'd probably <laughs> laugh at you, because I, I, that's kind of what, like, that's that's my jam. How about we owe you a favor? That I'm interested in. I will find you soon. Almost soon. I return back to my previous task of glaring at Ariadne. <laughs> <laughs> well, have a lovely night. I am going to sleep much better. Though, tall, tall elf lady. Hmm. I always thought your people were better at walking through the woods, so maybe don't step on all the branches. Oh, well, I mean, usually they are. That was a little rude. 
<laughs> small sprite thing. It's quite rude. It's rude to wake me up. Hey, do you know who's going through the forest? Did you see? You you are. <laughs> no, not us. Did you see the other figure? Is someone else? You're following someone? Oh, why didn't you say so? This is interesting. Well, wait, which way were they going when you saw them? The same way we're going. That makes sense. Well, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> um, give me a minute. And they take off and fly, kind of fly up above the trees. Maybe five or ten minutes later, they come back and say, what, what is the... Was the individual, were they wearing a, like a hood? Kind of all, all shady-like? Yeah, that was them. Oh, yeah, they went, they went and kind of points, points a little further south. They went that way. Yeah, that looks really interesting. Maybe you could find out what they're doing and you could tell me about it if it's a good story. We might call your debt, your debt paid. I look over at Ariadne. I mean, seems fair. I, I mean, we did wake him up. Okay. Perfect. As long as it's a good story, we'll consider it paid. If it's if it's a bad story, then I I get to be the judge. That's how that's how my deals work. Uh, they're getting away though, so go on. Shoo. A quick insight check. The direction that Nixie pointed us is that the same general direction that we yeah, already. Yeah, you, you don't you don't need to roll. Suspected this figure of going. Yeah, they they went. Because Nixie Nixie's not been totally honest <laughs> with us in the past. <laughs> Some might say Nixie is a liar. <laughs> I've heard that word tossed around before, but I don't know if I would confirm or deny that. <laughs> but yeah, as as you go, you kind of catch up catch up on the trail with the help of, of Nixie. And and in the distance you see this hooded figure talking with someone on the edge of, of a pond. And I, I would like you all to roll one more stealth check. Is your light still on? Um yes, because she doesn't know that it's <laughs> that's, not that's a problem. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so yeah. With disadvantage. 15. I rolled a 6 again. Oh, no. I got a 13. So as you all kind of start to approach, the the crunching of, of Ashrin has not changed. Um, you see... <laughs> with each step. Which is ironic, given that, that Ariadne is literally glowing. <laughs> Are you okay? Do you need some help? Yeah, I just fell off everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And this hooded figure you've been following, you don't get a great view of their face. Their back is to you, but they're talking to another creature or or person or being in like kind of really shaggy robes, long, long hair. Seems to be feminine in some in in at least their physical appearance. Very old um, and they're and and hunched looking, though. As these two are talking, you hear you hear this old old creaky voice say, "There are extra years around. We should continue this conversation another time." And as that happens, you watch as a mist surrounds the the hunched over creature, and they vanish. The hooded creature looks back at you. Um, you can't make out too much of the facial features, but they pull out something from within their robes. And why don't you roll? I'll roll me a perception check. 18. 18? Uh, 10. <laughs> uh, dirty 20. Okay. So, Ashrin and, and Kaz in particular, as, as you watch him pull it out, it almost looks like he pulls out a, a doorknob and sticks it in the air and twists it. And as that happens, this purple light goes up and makes essentially a door 
that this person pulls open. And as he twists on that doorknob to pull, the two things you notice is it appears that there are fingers missing um, from, from his hand. And on his pinky is just this enormous, gaudy, gold ring. He pulls this arcane door open, steps through it, and closes it. And, and that purple light vanishes, and he's gone. Which fingers was he missing? His middle and ring finger. Which finger was the ring on? Oh, his pinky finger. So pinky. So both figures are gone now, or just the one that the hooded person was talking to? Both figures. So the, the, the hunched figure disappeared in like a cloud of mist. And then oh, okay. the one you were, were following with that Kaz and Ashrin noticed about their hand uh, walked through in some sort of arcane door. Hmm. That was weird. I don't feel so good about this. Kaz is going to keep creeping up towards where this kind of disappearing act happened and search around for clues. I've had a bad experience with doors in the sky. <laughs> That's a story. Uh, why don't you roll an investigation check? All right. Uh, that is a glorious 11. An 11. Um, as you look around, you don't see much. Like the best, the best clue you get is this, this individual was wearing some sort of boots. Like you can see their footprints in the ground. Um, doesn't seem like much was left behind. Uh, there's a little bit of like damp, dampness, like basically water where the hunched individual was. Hmm. And that's, that's what you, that's what you find. Comparing their boot print to my boot print, what can I can I get a, a good like estimate of the size of their boot? Uh, you're a dwarf. I am a dwarf. I don't know how big dwarf feet are. They're the size of regular feet. Okay. Uh, I mean, it looks like a regular humanoid foot. Okay. I'm like a size. Uh, say like I'm like a size eleven. Uh, are they a little bigger than me? A little smaller? Uh, roll an intelligence check. Just a straight intelligence. Thirteen. You stick your foot on the kind of on one of the, the the prints, and it it's a little smaller than yours. All right. I I, I look back at the rest of the uh, other uh, my other student colleagues here as I size this boot print. I'm like, boot print smaller than mine. Gaudy ring, missing fingers. You know what this means. Uh, we need to tell the headmaster? No, I have no idea what it means. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm lost. I'm in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eradne, I think you're right. Maybe we need to go tell the headmaster. Headmasteress? Headmaster? Do we know? Uh, Professor Dorvala. It's the guy, right? No, so he's the head of admissions. On oh. your letter, on your letter, um, at the school, they don't they don't refer to the, the headmaster as a headmaster. They're referred to as the Master Artisan. Oh, okay. Oh. Right, right, right. And their name is Rayala Valdirin. Do you think that we should tell her because we might get in trouble? Why well, we get in trouble? We haven't even met her yet. That could be her. Do we have a curfew? No, I don't no one's know. explained any rules to you yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then we'll tell her. <laughs> well, if no one's explaining the rules to us yet, so now is our time to act. <laughs> As this is happening, you hear a familiar shriek coming through the forest. Oh, no. No, no, no. We is should it like go a, back. Oh, we're so glad to hear that shriek again? Or is it this shriek of, oh, shoot, it's that shriek again? No, it's, it's the bad shriek. Oh, bad <laughs> shriek. <laughs> run. Oh, run, yes. Run. If you want, you can make a perception check as you run. Uh, uh, sure. Sure, yeah. 
Well, Ari, I know you really, I, I imagine she's just really focused on getting back to the school. Yeah. Hear the shriek, she's like, <laughs> nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but Kaz and, and Ashrin, you see on the horizon a branched figure on a horse with manes of flames. Not sure how close. I'm just going to run for it as fast as I can. Is this creature between us and the school? That's behind you. Oh, yeah. Behind just you in the school. Booking it. Not it. They're not moving. They're just on the horse. You just see the silhouette. That's fine. I'm still running as fast as my dwarven little legs will carry me with my average size feet. Yeah. So as you, as you guys, you, you do manage to make it back to the school. The gate opens up. As it does open, you see a little light flicker on in that same house that you were in. And a very tired Rinny walks out and she says, <sighs> rubbing her eyes, her hair still in those those red red buns on top of her head. What are you all doing here? What's happening? Uh, we saw a hooded nothing. figure. Nothing? Oh, nothing. No, 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 no. I like, I like your story better. It's a better story. Uh, we saw a hooded figure run through the school, so we followed it, and it escaped through a door, and then we saw a monster and came home. That, that's pretty much the short story. I can give you the long story. Were you having the weird dreams, too? Weird dreams? The, you had those whispers? We all did. Yeah, I heard, I heard a whisper. You heard a, a whisper? What do you mean? Like something like when I was sleeping, like let me let me in or something like that. Is that is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's very strange. There's a lot of weird stuff that started since you got here. Coincidence. Maybe do you can you all get back to your room? Oh, we're on, on our way now. Okay. That seems good. And maybe tell not me. I I just, I just want to rest and and do my classes and I don't. I just don't want any trouble, please. I I, I put a reassuring hand on Rennie's shoulder and I say, "Go back to bed, Rennie." Yeah, you too. <laughs> you too. Why are you glowing? Uh, I I do that sometimes. That's maybe you could teach me. That's something I'm interested in. Not. Not scary monsters. Well, Anyways, good night. Let me try. <laughs> and just kind of closes the door. Without <laughs> acknowledging you all. Uh, so I'm assuming, I'm assuming you all make it back to your, your rooms unless there's anything else you want to do. Uh, yeah. So... Maybe, maybe go down to the kitchen and make another pot of brickle root tea. <laughs> Kaz never sleeps. Maybe you should have been, maybe you should have been a warlock. No, Kaz... <laughs> Sleeps just with his eyes open while he's doing other things. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you make it back to your rooms. The rest of your night um, goes uneventfully. Uh, Ashrin, you do notice Evie is sitting still under the tree, though they seem to be sleeping now, just with their cloak pulled around them. Um, As we walk past them, I want to take out one of the different animals that I've crafted, and it'll be a fish okay. and i'm just going to set it in their lap just as like a okay. thank you for being nice to me because i'm not used to that kind of behavior from somebody um but i don't want to wake them up okay that's awesome i love that 
So after that, you all you all make it back to your rooms. You get whatever rest you need to. The rest of your night is actually fairly peaceful. The whispers are gone. You dream about whatever you, you dream about. In the morning, uh, as you all wake up, you you come out into your common room. You notice that Sepia and Besky's doors are both open and nobody's inside. And sitting on a couch in your common room is again Rinny. And she says, well, seems like that uh, late night really uh, really slept in. We were supposed to get going probably an hour ago. Oh no, I hate being late. I mean, it's... it's I'm sorry. It's, you've, had, you've had an eventful couple days. And hopefully it's done, but I am tasked with giving you a tour so i assume i assume you're all hungry yes hungry okay well let's head to the great hall we'll have some breakfast it's where all the meals are i think it's one of the most important places and then and then we'll we'll show you the rest of the grounds and she just she gets up her little legs going moving pretty quickly uh doesn't really even let you wait for you to grab anything and walks off and leads you to the great halls um as you as you enter in there's one room long tables big open space there's food food on all the tables. Though there's not a lot of students currently in there. She sits down, you all start having having a bite to eat. And as as it's happening, three three students walk over to to Renee and you all. There's this large Goliath in just very, very nice um, fine clothes, well embroidered, very decorative. There is another Aladrin. Though in in kind of more casual casual clothes, she has um, long long red hair braided to the side, and then there is a an elf, a not not a lantern, just a regular a regular old elf, that's actually wearing a, a few pieces of like armor almost, and and he has a shaved head, and a few tattoos on on the cheeks um, and neck that you can see. As they walk over, the Goliath seems to be leading the way and says, "Hey, Rinny." You got some new students today. Yeah, yeah. What are your names? I'm Dario. Uh, I'm Ariadne. Ariadne? Mm-hmm. It's a pleasure to meet you. You're very tall. I am. That's true. You are less tall than me. Well, you look very nice. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, I'm, I'm a tailor, actually. I, I, I made this. Oh, wow. Wow, that's, um... That's exquisite. Thank you. Watch this. Watch this. And there's, as you look closely at the kind of the embroidery along the seams, uh, he rubs his fingers on it and it goes from, it was originally this like, this like navy blue. And as he rubs, rubs his fingers on this embroidery, it shifts colors to, to like this red as his, as his thumbs goes, go down it. Oh my gosh. That's magnificent. Yeah. That's what these, these patterns, I, I, I was in the, I was in the library and and I, I learned that if you with this pattern you can change change colors of, of clothing and I learned how to embroider it and that's what wow. I do. I don't do anything that impressive. It was oh I, I doubt that. I doubt that. Uh it was Ariadne and, and you, my dwarven friend. Oh hello there. Uh yes, uh Coz. Nice to meet you, Doriel. And he kind of He's like He's a musician puts his like he kind of, he's been like kind of strung around his ukulele and he like, puts it down for a second and like kind of like gets up on his toes a little bit and reaches <laughs> up as high as he can yep shakes your hand uh mm-hmm. and, and you what's your name asherin and it's just gonna be short and sweet I, i'm i'm trusting <laughs> of other kids and so it's just asherin 
Ashton, that's a, that's a nice name. Well, like I said, I'm Darial. Um, this is Tay, who points to the Eladrin. She says, it's lovely to meet you all. And, and this is Ilian, the, the elf with the armor. Uh, we've been here for about four years, uh, studying for, for a while. So, Rini, what you gonna what you gonna show them? She says, "Well, we we've gotta we've gotta take them to to Gibble at the library. Um, show them kind of around where where the different classes are, the schools. Lots of the new students like seeing seeing where some of our our magical creatures are. Um, and he says, "Yeah, I mean, but everybody's gonna see that. You should show them something fun. Oh, well, magical creatures! What kind of creatures? I think are that's very fun. Yeah." <laughs> Oh, uh, I mean, we've got the sprouts are fun. They're like sprouts. They're, yeah, they're like they're like small seedlings at, that look like grass, but they're actually beings, and so they like they burrow I, under I the ground. I know what a sprout is. I know what a sprout is. What no. else is there? Oh, oh, sorry. We well, we have we have a griffin. Um, <gasps> oh, who's, who's here? Yeah, Harold. Harold the Griffin. <laughs> but it's 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 with an E. H H E R A L D. Oh, Harold the Griffin. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's does he does he sing? A little bit, yeah. He's quite loud. Oh. Um, yeah, we have we have that. There's there's if you're going to the library, you're actually going to meet someone. That's a nice surprise. That'll be fun for you. Um, but but what I, have you heard? That there's ghosts on this campus. Ghosts. Yeah. Is that right, Dario? There are. What kind of ghosts? What do you mean, what kind of ghosts? Oh, the ghost friendly, the vengeful, morose, sulky, emo. The one I'm thinking of, the ghost of Rovan Dirmar. It's over in Dirmar's Dirmar's tower. That's that's where you should go. And he's like, ah, they don't. They don't want to see that. Listen, it's the best. It's the best site. It's the best site in the uh, in the academy. It's an old observatory. It's, it's fantastic. You just you just gotta watch out for the ghosts. Anyways, welcome to the school. We'll all. Uh, I'm sure we'll see you around. Then he he and his friends walk off. Sorry, sorry. They. I I can take you there if you want. I... They're dangerous. This, this ghost of Rivan Delmar. I I think it's a, I think it's a rumor. I think it's I've not seen this ghost. Oh, you think Dario was just pulling her leg? Might have been. I've never seen a ghost before. I don't I don't know if I believe in them. Yeah. I mean, they're real. Ghost, ghost, <laughs> I, <laughs> oh well. There are there's a there's a few around. Um, Quick, quick war question: Are uh, you know? There's always that question of in any sort of fantasy world, like what are the what, what do the conspiracy theorists believe in, right? Like in a world mm-hmm. where dragons and owl bears are real, everyone's like, "Oh, ghosts! What a myth!" <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so in, in in this particular in in in, in the in Bayforge, would there be a would, would a ghost be like, "Oh yes, undead. That's a thing that we all know exists," or is it more of like, mm, "I don't know about these ghosts." Yeah, I think there is there's a acceptance of of undead things such as ghosts as being real. Mm. Though what what entails the specifics of a ghost is is more left up mm. in, up to interpretation. Is that does that make sense? Okay. Right. Right. So 
there's lots of different spirits that are ghosts. Mm-hmm. If, if that right. makes sense. Um, anything that's a, yeah, anything that's that's an undead, phantomy creature, mm-hmm. save for like there is a professor or two that has studied in depth lore of of undead things. They would have a more deeper understanding. But your average person is just like, yeah, ghosts are real. I don't know anything. Whatever's creeping outside <laughs> of my door is a ghost. This floating guy right here is a ghost. Like. Does that does that help give you a little more clarity? It does. Perfect. It does. Well, I tell I, I let I let Alvin know I'm absolutely about to see this ghost. What well, does sound? I mean, there's a story there. I mean, you don't. If there really is a ghost, I mean, not everyone who perishes from this world ends up lurking around. I mean, that's a that's a real story right yeah. there. I mean, the, if you want the story, they say that that Relvan Dirmar was a was a professor here a few hundred years ago that was studying something in in the stars some sort of <laughs> astrology whatever he had this big observatory she points out the window and you see this large tower that the the roof of it is like caved in oh please can we go please can we go cause I'm, I'm i'm on board i mean ariana you 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 love the stars and this guy died studying the stars i mean there's yeah. well they it's like they one plus you. one they say he was doing some sort of experiment. <laughs> Let's go. They say he was doing this experiment, and and whatever energy he called down from the stars, he was trying to harness this power. They say. Oh, um, oh you can't do that. I've, and well, and that's why the I've got power, I've got like Rini. I'm like have Rini by the cloak while I'm walking towards this building, and Rini's telling us the story. <laughs> oh, oh, we're going now. Um, we do have to stop at the library t- t- today. At some point, so okay, okay. Um, I I will say, um, and she gets a little quieter. We we aren't necessarily supposed to go in there. Oh, um, oh. well, I mean, I understand. I guess. I mean, I'll 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 do it. <laughs> well, tell you, tell you what, Rini, why don't we just forget? You, you, you just. Told us that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm not lawful. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> my character sheet. Why don't you just meet? Well, you you gave us directions to the to the main hall, and then you said meet you at the library, and then we did. But whatever mm. we did between now and then is, you know, we didn't know that it's off limits because no one ever told us. Yeah, and and yeah. Exactly, and I think I, I gave you at least it was like more of a suggestion. It's I don't think it's actually written anywhere, anyways. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll see you at the library in an hour. Sounds good. Yeah. So that, and she points to another really large building that is not collapsing. Um, <laughs> it's kind of across the courtyard from from the great hall where you're in. Library's right over there. Um, don't please don't go in without me. It will get confusing quickly. Uh, sure. I'll see y'all in an hour or so. See you now. All right. So you guys are heading towards this uh, this tower. Yeah, Cause is very excited about this. That uh, there's uh, he's very like verbose about like well, I mean, if there's some story here about some professor that died doing some magical experiment, I mean, like that's that's a tale right there. I mean. <clears throat> 
the, the, the little jaunt went on yesterday what was kind of a story you know it was like oh we, we snuck out in the middle of the night and then there was a this creature and they were talking and they both disappeared and then they had slightly smaller shoes than me like that's not really a story it's like a beginning well <laughs> that's it <laughs> but that's where the the best stories all start Right, but I mean, a good story has a whole arc to it, a beginning, a middle, and end. And so if they're already dead, their story's already finished. I want to hear that story. Would you rather hear a story or write a great story, though? Well, first, I want to hear a great story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, where's Ashrin weighing all this? She's going to have her hands in her pockets and kind of just be like, not dragging her feet, but definitely not participating in the conversation, just like listening and moseying along that's so cool accepting accepting her fate to <laughs> just go with them yep <laughs> so as you get there there is no door to this tower there was once it's caved in it doesn't look on closer expect inspection you can see at a decently quick glance why they wouldn't want people in here regularly it it's not super stable. The The building's not what you would qualify as structu- structurally sound. Mm-hmm. There's whole chunks missing from the walls. You see there's like parts of it that are even like leaning. The other thing you notice as you as you enter in, there's, I don't want to say, because this, this whole school grounds has this magic just flowing through it that you can, you all can feel. There's something a little bit more somber as you walk, as you kind of step in close to this this tower this first level as you as you enter in you see old bookshelves that have books that have almost like rotted over time the the shelves are are partially collapsed there's a few desks you feel a kind of a cool breeze kind of just bring a little bit of chill to the back of your necks as as you walk in and there towards the back of this kind of circular building there's there's a stairwell leading up but everything is just kind of trashed and in in ruins that is very spooky very spooky, very simple. Well, I hope you're ready for a lot of history checks, DM, because this dwarf <laughs> is about to go into this partially collapsing structure. Go for it. So there's no visible door that we see. No, I mean, there. you can see, like, the structure of the building where the door would have been. It's mm. just, like, collapsed in. Gotcha. Is there, any, like, yeah. is there any, like, gaping hole in the side of the structure that we could, like, scramble, scramble oh, yeah. over? Very easy. Right. Well, as uh, as as I, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a look at this and just see see how structurally sound it is. I don't want to like cause like a cave in as I'm walking into this place. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you Why don't you roll and invest? Just... Uh, so using my like dwarven racial feature of, of stone cunning, that is a uh, twenty two. Okay. Yeah. You find one of the holes that you feel like is not gonna cause any collapses or any danger as as you all kind of shuffle in there. Mm-hmm. I turn around to Ashran and Ariadna and I say, now as we enter in this place, and I cannot stress this enough, watch your step. There are lots of strange tools in here as you get in, along with those books that you saw. I have a question for you, um, Adelaide, about Ariadna. Mm-hmm. Her wayfinding that she has done in the past, mm-hmm. has there been, do you think she's found parallels on the material plane that she's on? Or, or is really only that first map that she found the only piece that felt normal. I mean, they use similar tools to an extent. Like she uses sextants and things like that, you know, okay. to gauge on the horizon. 
but they use um, in her plane they use crystals full of light that mm. make refractions. Yeah. Okay, so so you do notice as you walk in um, things like sextants and and other other various um, instruments, though most are most are either like cracked or rusted, mm-hmm. broken. You see like a very small telescope looking thing that's the lenses are shattered in it but a lot of stuff that indicates that this this whoever whoever this um this wizard or professor was was really interested in the stars Hmm. can't harness the power of the stars i don't know why he would have thought about that Mm. seems a little dangerous to me Mm. i'm gonna start hunting around for um like seeing if I can find a main workshop place, you know, like a, like a, like his desk that he would have used, okay. yeah, or like any more books that haven't fallen apart to decay and things like Why that. Why don't you roll an investigation check? I can do that. Ha <laughs> ha! Finally, a twenty-one. Okay. Um, so as you're looking around on this first level, it doesn't look like it looks like this was more like a a study, maybe even a classroom sort mm-hmm. of a setting. Um, his main workshop doesn't seem to be up there. You do see some stairs in the back that lead up. Um, and as you're flipping through some of the books, you do find something very interesting. Um, something written in like sort of an arcane, like you speak celestial, right? Mm-hmm. So something written in celestial that's very arcane in the nature of the writing. Yeah, so you find this spell that's unfamiliar to like it's not familiar as far as you don't know it um Uh but you remember at your time uh working or as a valkyrie um seeing similar spells to what this should do from from some of your more um fighty friends uh going into battle with these stars kind of circling around them to protect them hmm fun so, and along with this book, as you read through, it, it mentions, kind of as you're flipping through this page, it mentions Aludra as a place. That's where I'm from. That's where I'm from. I just, like, run over to Cos and, like, hold the book, like, way too close to his neck. <laughs> 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 ah, I can't read when it's that close. I, take, like, I try to like, take a step back, and you keep, like, putting it in my face again. <laughs> um, he can't read it anyway. <laughs> I don't think you can read Celestials. <laughs> and seeing her get so excited, I am going to, like, peek over Kaza's shoulder to, like, see what they're talking about, too. But, you know, so- I'm I'm still playing it cool. <laughs> oh, jeez. Just so you know, at- Kaza's inner monologue is like, oh, like, Ashrin's so cool. I don't know why she hangs out with us. She's <laughs> 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 <Yeah>, so cool. <laughs> Like the popular kid getting stuck to like sit with the nerds and uh, at lunchtime. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, as you as you continue to look through, there's nothing else really. Um, most of the books have have kind of like rotted and, and pulled out. Even mm-hmm. that book you found, there's only a few pages that you can actually read through. Mm-hmm. You do hear some sort of noise come from upstairs, just like a. Cross ups playing. <laughs> Do you hear that? Um, why don't one of you to roll a perception check? Okay. I pick or the other. other. The other can the other can help. 
so you can have advantage on it. Okay, a uh, 20 natural. Not, not natural 20. 30, 20. 30, 20. Mm-hmm. So as you hear this, like, this, like, clattering, um, there's also a really faint, just, like, whooshing again coming from upstairs. I think it's the ghost. Yeah, causes decided that's what ghost sounds like. Another clattering sound. It's definitely ghosts. Definitely. It's probably a mouse or a cat. A ghost mouse or cat. <laughs> Hello? <sighs> These stairs that lead to the second floor, how do they look? Uh, You've been on better stairs. <laughs> the best stairs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, as, in, um. uh, as one would expect, uh, if I haven't been saying this the entire time, I'm saying it now. I go up to the, these stairs and I say, well, clearly these aren't a dwarven make. Um, I will say if you are they 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 look okay. Well, I will. They don't look like they're going to bring the whole building around around you. Um, roll an investigation check, and it's a nine. A nine. Uh, yeah, there's nothing that stands out about them um, except that they're old and cracked, and you should be careful. All right, I want to very carefully go up these stairs. Okay. Uh, as you are going, I'm going to need you to make a dexterity save. No! I'm just going to angle myself at the bottom Yay. of the stairs, even though this isn't going to work if he falls, but I'll catch him. If, I'm ready to catch him if he falls. No need. I got a 22. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, so as you're walking up, your your dwarven instincts are just kind of naturally, it's almost like a spider. Finally sense, right? owned dwarven instincts. <laughs> Dwarf sense tingling. Like a cat. Yeah. And right like a dwarven as cat. A very you, you, cat. You lightly set your foot down on one of the steps and it just cl- crumbles. Just like a, mm-hmm. a three foot section of the stone just crumbles. And you, as you look a second time, you're like, oh, there are two like very distinct cracks that went down mm-hmm. covering these. And maybe, maybe I should be a little more careful going forward. Um, I think that, but what I say out loud is, you see, very unstable. Watch this section here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you all are able to make it up these stairs into the mm-hmm. this second second area, and this looks more like a workshop. Um, mm. Benches, more tools, lots of like, what would any of you recognize it? There's yeah, because you work with gems, gems and stuff like that, correct, Ariadne? Um, occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. So there's lots of stuff for for like shaping and cutting um, and designing and etching on 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 gemstones. Um, a lot of equipment like that. Um, there's even like it looks like a, a partially finished small piece of some not a not a really fine gemstone, something like quartz or something like that in there. Um, uh, and as you both as you all make it up there, you see going just through one of these bookshelves, just a wisp of, of, of blue light. Did you see that? Yeah. Whisper. Well. I think there's something on the other side of that shelf. It was probably a reflection off a mirror or something, or a gem. I'm going to play a song of friendship. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm going to creep over to the table with the array of whatever gems he was working on. Kind of like keeping my keeping my eye in the bookshelf where the thing went. I'm kind of like pressing my hand in front of it to see if like there was some kind of light that mm-hmm. we just mistook. Uh, give me just a second. Okay. I'm going to lean against the wall and I'm freaked out, but I'm 
like trying to find rational reasons why we're seeing and hearing things. So I'm just gonna, <laughs> you know, what's, put my back this? against the wall. Are you like playing like friends? Like, are you using the, the cantrip or anything like that, or are you just no, no? I go playing a happy a, song. I, I go into I play a happy song and I I uh, I mean it's I mean, it's a ukulele, so I it's very difficult for me not to play a happy song. Yeah. But I play a, I, I play a song of that uh, yeah, Coe's kind of like launched into like a uh, and he, he sings it. It's actually it's a it's a song in Elven. He sings a song in Elven of uh, and it is it is a song of friendship. It's a song of we come we 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 come bearing no swords, bearing no ill will, and we are here to we are here to 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 meet peacefully. And to hear hear your your tale, and I kind of like improvise a little bit on it, like hear your tale, oh ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, it's like a song you would sing when like going to someone's home, or like like when you're kind of like approaching someone. If you're like kind of like oh mm-hmm. like we're we're travelers and we we mean no harm, we just want a, a word for the night. But I kind of alter a little bit to like we want to hear your sad tale, oh ghost, and I, it's an elvish song. Okay, as that light kind of fades fades through, and you are. Koza's song is playing. Ariadne, you said you were kind of investigating the... Um, yeah. The... Ashwin had said it might be light, like, reflecting, so she's kind of passing her hand in front of her to see if there's light on her hand, you know. To see if she's right, essentially. <laughs> the, there is nothing that sticks out to you as similar to what you just saw. Um, there is some light coming through one of these gaping holes in, in the wall that re- is reflecting normally off of off of some of these mm. crystals and metallic metallic devices, but they're just kind of making that normal shimmer that that light through a crystalline structure gives, and none of it's none of it's that soft blue that you just saw. Ashrin, same. You don't see anything that's similar to what you just saw, but as as Cause is playing this song, kind of requesting to hear a, a tale, this blue light that went, that you saw go through a bookshelf steps back through and you see this ethereal looking blue dwarf says oh would you keep it down I'm working here oh. and walks back through the shelf and you hear muttering where's that where's that bloody book I've got to be missing something there's got to be something going on these damn students keep coming in here ruining my studies and this book I held up the book that I found what that, that book the ghost comes back through <laughs> the bookshelf <laughs> and actually can is like flipping pages but it's more like as its hands pass there's like you feel a breeze and like little breeze right <laughs> no who who lets you take care of these books this book is in terrible condition what is what has happened uh, uh, what I you up I've not seen you all we're, we're new. Are you? I'm introduce myself. I'm Coast Forge Heart. And, uh, Why do you keep talking about ghosts? Um, no reason. Just uh, as we, 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 we heard about ghosts earlier. I, I didn't catch your name. Uh, just call me Professor. That's all you need to know. I'm going upstairs. If you know anything about stars or how to find things with the sky or anything, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You think? Usually. <laughs> Follow me. And he walks straight through the bookshelf again. Um, 
don't think he knows that he's a ghost. <laughs> um, prof- uh, professor? We probably shouldn't tell him. What? Uh, you kind of echoing back. I, I can't. Use the stairs. That's a bookshelf. Nobody's walking through bookshelves. Use the stairs. Is this the, is this the top floor? No, there is one more. There's one. Oh, there's more. one more floor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, uh, we're at the top. Okay, I will. We'll go up the stairs. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna examine these stairs. <laughs> there we go. Twenty-five on the stairs. Ooh, even better. Dwarf. As you look and you you can indicate to Ariadna, there's like three steps up there that you should just skip. Mm-hmm. Just give give him a good jump. Could I, yep. I, I just hold onto the wall and make like a really way too long step. Because <laughs> <laughs> has to like use like his arms for momentum to jump through the stairs. <laughs> Asha just uses her five foot eleven legs to step over. Yeah, I look more graceful than I did out in the forest. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. And as you get to the top of these stairs, you see um, this this dwarf at a desk. Um, again with more books and stuff flipping pages um but it also just like the airs flipping them that it's not actually mm-hmm. he's, he's not actually able to do what he thinks he's doing he's going back there's a um ariadne you see this large telescope um just in ruins uh so ariadne you you see this telescope that's it's enormous it's it's huge it's probably 12 feet in length um the the scope part of it um from the ground to the top is um, is maybe another, it's like eight feet off the ground at the highest point. Mm-hmm. But you see, you see the lenses, you see glass all around it shattered. There's actually charring on it. And part of it's a little bit warped uh, and, and, and broken um, from some sort of heat or something. There are char marks kind of all around this, this whole upper section where you from the outside you saw that the that the roof was caved in almost like almost like a star came down from the sky and landed in in this thing uh Coz is gonna like very uh surreptitiously without drawing attention to himself kind of like look around for like some moldering or decaying corpse dwarf bones (laughs) yeah roll an investigation check or perception check you can choose i'm fine with either I am rolling rocks tonight here. 21. And so, 21? Okay, I'm going to get back to that in just a second. Ariad, as he's <laughs> looking at this desk and going back and forth, he says, you, you said you knew about stuff, right? Um, kind of. Does this make sense to you? And he's pointing at something on, on his desk. Well, uh, come here, don't be shy. Yeah, said you I'll were ultimately, help, so help. ultimately lean forward and, and, and observe what he's got laid out. There is, on this table there's a chart like a, a a star chart it looks familiar to you you reckon like you recognize it um and he's he's pointing at none of this is in the right spot none of these are where they're supposed to be but and then he you see another chart he said but oh, this this is my moment this and you see that it's a time there's like something's keeping track of of time and days you do see the dates on it um are about 400 years old. The time is coming. These don't make sense. If I don't get this stuff right, something something really bad's gonna happen, I think. 
And I'm assuming the star chart is of my home. Mm-hmm. Correct? Mm-hmm. Um... Can I ask where you got this map? Uh, d- there's... There are just... There's hundreds of charts. Of different charts in... In in the Lost Halls. Well, I don't... I don't know what you think this map is of, but I... I know these stars. But it's, I mean, it's a map of stars. What, what do you mean? You... You... You recognize these stars. Oh, yes. And I'll just start pointing out different constellations. But why aren't they up there? That's what I want to know. Well, that's because this isn't... This is not our world. Or but your this world. One, but this one... And he points to another one. He says, this one's there. Well, I don't... I don't know what map that comes from. I'm not from this world. <laughs> hmm. Surprise! That's... How, how did you get here? Um, accident. There was a book and magic, and I opened a door and I felt it's a long story. I just it's it's a long story, but you have and I pull out the book that um I was holding up and I I flip it back open to the page, and uh, um I point to where he had written, assumingly it's him, uh, Aludra and and uh, the mm. notes in celestial, and I said this is mm. that's where I come from. That's this map. That's. Oh, what's who was using that book? I don't remember. I, I can barely remember the name of any of my students anymore. That, that those are those aren't my notes. Oh. But but you're. And then the other thing you notice as he puts his hands down, you notice a ring, on his pinky. Is it big and gold? That's huge and gaudy. <gasps> uh, but it's ethereal. Like his clothes are all, ghosty. But it looks about the same. Um, I'm gonna kind of wait until he gets back and busy, and I'm gonna look over my shoulder and kind of gesture to Kaz and uh, and <laughs> and everyone, and and point to his little pinky finger, and be like, which Kaz saw. Mm-hmm. It's almost identical to the ring you saw on the the individual in the forest, but it's ethereal, it's magical, and with that, we're going to end this episode. Uh, Wait, hold on. Before we end the episode, does he have all of his fingers? Yes. Oh, yeah. Ah, More mystery. He does have all of his fingers. I love it. Thank you so much for listening to the Faith Forge Academy. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star rating and review for a new podcast that is worth more than its weight in gold. We also have a Patreon if you wanted to get additional content like character journals, sneak peeks, ask the cast sessions, and more. I also want to say thanks to this amazing cast, so uh, why don't y'all let the people know how to find you? 
I am Adelaide Gardner, or Adelaide on Twitter. I am one-fourth of a tabletop production company called Action Fiction, where we produce games like Monstrous of Merca and many others that are upcoming. Super cool stuff that's coming. Ian. My name is Ian Gould. My Twitter handle is uh, at Game of Science, and uh, I've got some CCCs that are coming out for those of you that play Dungeons Dragons Adventures League. So keep an eye out for those. And by coming out, I mean probably in three to five months, but they are coming. <laughs> and Kai. I am Kai, Stonefly underscore Kai on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me here at the Forge Academy and also on Cobalt Press. Yep, and I'm Steven. I'm at the bad DM, at the underscore bad DM. Without the underscore, it's a different person. And I am the your DM for this show, the Fae Forge Academy. Um, you can also find me on Not Quite Heroes and Tabletop Galaxy. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Fae Forge Academy to stay up to date on releases, live streams, anything the cast is doing, um, and all that fun stuff. So. Thanks for listening again, and we'll see you on the internet. Theme and background music by Dave Cole of The Four Orbs. To find more music like this, search for D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects found at zapsplat.com. The Faith Forge Academy is proud to be a part of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. For more great podcasts and other fun content, go to thefundamentals.com.